and welcome back to Middle Ground. I'm Joe, And I'm Caroline. And uh, today, before we started recording, we started talking about how Caroline, for the first six weeks we recorded this podcast, <laughs> only called it what? Mindful Matter podcast. <laughs> Which was never even in the running for a name. I don't think we ever even discussed it. And then after we had Wait, all... Wait, Mindful Matter? Is that right? Yeah, Mindful Matter yeah. is what she would literally get on the mic and be like, hello, and welcome back to Mindful Matter. <laughs> and I'm like, where where did you And get I don't that? know, guys, because my brain saw middle ground in my head, but then I said Mindful Matter. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand either. But I think it's really funny. <laughs> but welcome know. back to Middle Ground, guys. Yeah, we're glad you're here. Um, today... We have kind of a fun episode ahead because we asked you all to give us all the assumptions you have about Caroline and me, Mm -hmm. and there were some pretty good ones. The first round, you guys were really, really nice, and so we had to get onto our stories and be like, hey, it's okay to say not nice things. (laughs) Roast us, please. Um, And while I don't feel like it was too bad, some of y'all came through, Mm -hmm. and we appreciate you roasting us a little bit. Um, so we're excited about that, but we're going to get things started with our grounding moment from the week. Caroline, what was your grounding moment? She doesn't know. I don't know, but I can think of something because I'm very grateful. <laughs> so, I can think of something because I'm extremely grateful. I sold my car. I think we said that in our last episode. So I sold my car and now I need a new car. Um, I still have the car. We're trying to get all the paperwork and everything situated. But tomorrow, I believe we me and my mom are going to Tulsa to look at new cars. Yay, so, and you want a VW. I want a Volkswagen Tiguan, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. I just think those are so cute, and now I see them everywhere, you know, like when She's you... She's manifesting I'm manifesting VW. them, and I'm like, oh my gosh, does everyone have one of these? I'm like kind of going down that road, but it's cute, and I still like it, and so yeah, that's what we're doing tomorrow, so I'm really excited about that. That's something to be grateful for, mm-hmm. for sure. I was going to say for me, mine is like the most minuscule thing, but I'm so excited about this this Mm -hmm. week. So at the beginning of the year, I got this plant that I thought was a silver pothos, but it's not a silver pothos. Somebody on the internet told me what it is, but I'm honestly not confident what it is. But it has these beautiful large leaves and it's a trailing plant. And I planted it in my bathroom in one of those like Wally Grow wall hangers. Mm -hmm. And all summer, I've been hoping it would start trailing. And it's grown new leaves, but whenever you have trailing plants, they grow up. And then once they get too heavy, that's when they start trailing. And he wasn't very big when I got him. And he has his first trailing um, little segment. And I, when I tell you, it's all I've thought about. (laughs) I, yeah, I just keep going in there and like petting my plant. Can you see it when you get ready? Yeah. Because whenever I get ready, so like when I go live on TikTok and Instagram, I do it in my bathroom a lot, like while I'm getting ready, and you can see it behind my um, right shoulder. It's the plant. It's You can oh, see yeah, it if yeah. you open that door right now. Yeah. Caroline and I are in my closet recording. <laughs> and so if you open that door, it's the plant yes, that's hanging gotcha. right there. And it has huge leaves. The leaves are like the size of my hand. Aw, good for him. He's I growing. <laughs> he's having a great summer. And since he's having a great summer, I'm having a great summer. And by summer, I mean fall because it's September. Oh, yeah. Have you had anything pumpkin yet? No. Like to drink? Yeah. No. Do you not do pumpkin drinks? No. Do you like pumpkin? I like pumpkin. I like pumpkin pie. (laughs) Pumpkin pie. I like Starbucks pumpkin um, cream cold brew. I've never tried it. I'm not against it. I just... It's really, really good. 
The pumpkin spice latte is like too, too sweet for me. Yeah. I can understand why people appreciate it, but... Yeah, I can't do sweet, sweet things. This, I think, leads us into my favorite assumption that we got, and I'm just going to lead us off if that's okay. Perfect, yeah. And I don't know how I'm going to describe this via a podcast because it had emojis in it, but it said that they assume you're a bruh girl (laughs) and that I'm the, like, crying mm, emoji. Not crying, but, like, the... The, mm, uh, the, like, eyes eyes, that are watery. Emoji. And I'm personally <laughs> and deeply offended because I feel like you're the big watery I think eye you need emoji. To, <laughs> I think you need to explain what that means. Oh, okay. So, guys, I'm really deep in TikTok. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I You probably can explain it better. So, I think, I mean, you're on TikTok more than I am, but I think it means, like, the bra girl is, like, you know, the one that hangs out with guys and like the homie you can tell and anything care yeah like, just like chill vibes like and the the tearful face emoji would be the girl that like won't get her hair wet in the pool yes and the and bruh girl is the one that's like doing stuff off the diving board yes and being and, like, crazy drowning herself yeah playing mermaids and stuff right, <laughs> right. which is a hundred percent me i've thought about this i think that i'm the bruh girl on the outside but if you get to know me, I'm definitely the you're the, <laughs> um, the whatever tearful emoji, and I think. But I think you're the opposite. opposite. Everybody <laughs> thinks that I'm the tearful emoji, but I'm definitely like the one you're, that's at the bottom of the pool. Yeah, playing like mermaids. your core is that. Yeah, I mean, I'm still swimming and stuff. That's a bad example, but yeah, I think I have way more mm, moments. Yeah, if that makes any well, sense. Well, like anywhere you go, you want to be dressed up or like mm-hmm. looking cute right or, which there's nothing wrong with e- being either of these girls no. so I wasn't offended I wasn't even offended I can see why people thought that of me mm-hmm. but in my head I was like how I don't know people's perception of me is so yeah same. so different mm-hmm. so anyway that was my first one that's awesome I love that <laughs> next one is you are both cat lovers I like cats I like cats. I wouldn't say I love cats, but I thought that was interesting because we both don't own a cat. No, but I like cats. Yeah. Yeah, we both don't own a cat. Mm-mm. I've never owned a cat. I have, like, growing up. Matt had cats growing up, and he really wants to get cats again. Um, this one says you hated each other before you loved each other. Um, I don't think I ever hated you. I've never hated you. You were a child. <laughs> that would have been very strange. Yeah, um, I, think. I think maybe if we would have met now. Yeah. It would have been harder. That could have been a possibility. I think no matter what, we went, would have ended up really liking each other. But when we met, Caroline was a kid and I was a little bit bigger kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. 21. I was 15. Um, yeah. I had just turned 21 and Caroline was about to turn 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. People say that, but I can totally see why somebody would think that. Yeah, for sure. Someone said that you guys strangely get along. You guys don't seem like you have anything in common. (laughs) (laughs) Our intern um, Elena was talking about this yesterday Mm -hmm. because she was like, "It's so weird watching you guys interact because." Mm -hmm. You have absolutely nothing in common. Right. Which I don't feel that. Do you feel that way? Um, 
I don't know what I feel like. I think that we don't have a lot in common, but we can get there. See, I think we have a lot in common because we share like overarching like our morals are the yeah, same. Yeah, I agree our, with that. Um, the way we approach life is the same. I don't think our details are the same. Right. But I think friendships are hard when you have the same details, different big stuff. Sorry, I lost you. Okay. So like in life, you have all the little things. So like for you, you're edgy. You like to go skydiving. Mm -hmm. um, you love to travel. For me, like I love spending time with my family and my dogs. Not that you don't like, and I like to right. travel. I like to do those things too. But like my core things are different from your core details. Like I love plants. Um, <laughs> I am, I compliment too many people, you know, right? things like that. And so those things about us are different, but the way we approach life is the same. Yeah, I agree with that. And so what I'm saying is like, I think where a lot of friends run into trouble is if they're seeking out friends who also like to travel and friends who also like to go skydiving mm -hmm. rather than friends who look at life the same way overall. Mm -hmm. And that makes it really hard to be friends. Right. And I think our way makes it more interesting and we learn more from each other. I agree. Mm -hmm. Because we have different interests. So like you pull new interests into my life and right. vice versa. But we have that same overarching right. way of looking at things. So we can always get there. Yeah. I don't know. Because we definitely operate really, really differently. But yeah, if we like talk deep, we're like, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Like we can totally get there on the same page. For sure. It so was it's funny really yesterday. interesting. She was telling us how laid back. We yes. We just seem laid back about mm -hmm. everything. I don't feel like either of us are that laid. We are. I think we're really laid back. I, I think I'm know. really laid back and I've always been called that. I think I am probably too. But I think we're laid back. I think you're laid back about stuff that people would people. assume that you wouldn't be, I think. Yeah. Because, like, she was talking about, oh, you guys, like, when we take photos, you guys are done in, like, five seconds. You're like, oh, yeah, that's great. We're confident about what we look like. We're like, yeah, great. Move on. Like, next pose, next outfit. I also just realized that that's what I look like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> next one. Um, Y'all both cuss like a sailor. <laughs> I'm worse than you, I yeah. think. I used to be really bad. I still cuss. But yeah, you're, you probably cuss more than I do. I have a really bad mouth and I don't really curse on the podcast and I don't really curse um, on my social media presence much. Mm -hmm. Just because to me, like that's a public facet, like anybody of any age can access that. And I want to be uh, an example that you can be whatever you want to be without that. Now, whether you include that or not, totally up to you. Right. Um, but I don't. My whole goal is to inspire young women, and if parents and um, mentors don't want to guide women to listen to me because I say things that offend them, mm -hmm. then my whole point gets lost. And so for me, like, the need to curse does not online. Right. But I curse literally all the time in right. real life. I definitely read the room. I do, too. I think my mom, I curse the most in front of. <laughs> I agree. And I don't know why. Because <laughs> when we get around her, I'm like, wow. I just let it fly. And that's like total opposite for the majority of people. But she cusses a lot. So I'm like, great, safe space, cussing. But did she always? 
Mm-hmm, always. I never did. Like, I, I moved to Italy, and then I came home, and I was like, I say all these words. My mom was like, whoa. Like, I never did in front of her. I just... And and not that I was raised to not. I was just, that was like a respect thing, I guess. But when I came back, I was like, F you. No. (laughs) Screw you, mom. Yeah. No. But now we're just like, we cuss a lot. I remember dinner with your mom. Like one of the first times Matt and I came over for dinner and the four of us ate dinner and Matt said a curse word. And your mom like called him out. I don't even think Matt remembers this, but like called him out at dinner and was like, do you curse in front of your parents? And like made it sound like she didn't curse. No, she does. day. That has confused me, and I'm sure that I just received it wrong. Matt and I have never talked yeah, about it. Yeah, she was it. probably joking. Probably, and yeah. I, was just like, I was not upset. I just was like, in the moment when she said it, <laughs> I was confused because I was like, I thought that we no, I yeah, I was like that didn't land for me, but it stuck with me. That's ever so since. funny. I don't remember that, but yeah, I have older brothers, so. I've heard all the words since I was out of the womb, basically. My older sisters have really bad mouths, too. So mm-hmm. anyway, you would be correct. We, uh, I would say I definitely curse a lot, and you definitely do. Mm-hmm. Someone said, your favorite meal is brunch. No judgment here. It's mine, too. <laughs> <laughs> I do love brunch. I like brunch. I don't know what my favorite meal is. I guess it would be brunch. Yeah, if, yeah. I like I don't know. That's complicated. I like for me. the thought. Like I like experiencing brunch. Me too. Yeah, it is. It's a good experience because it means I'm having a super laid back day. Right. I'm getting to hang out with people I love. Mm-hmm. We're getting to just converse and like dinner. Dinner eventually comes to an end because you start dinner at what seven p.m. Right. And then the latest you're gonna stay out with friends is you know whatever. Mm-hmm. But brunch. Yes. You know what, though? What? (laughs) So my best friend from high school, Amy, lives in New York City. Mm -hmm. And whenever she comes home, we're always like, let's go get brunch. What? Like 1030? You know? Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, great. And she's like, 1030? We don't go to brunch until like one or two. Oh, yeah. I'm like, why am I so uncultured? Uh (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That is weird. I didn't know that. Was it like that in Italy? Did you guys? Yeah. We did Do they do brunch there? Not really, actually. I mean, they do, but it's not it's a big American. thing. Is yeah. that an American thing or mm-hmm. is it a European thing? Mm, mm, <laughs> I have no idea. Really Anybody that knows a lot about brunch, please DM me. I mean, there's definitely brunch, but they Europeans eat like nothing in the mornings. They right. just like a little morsel of food. And I guess we do that too because we're fast paced and trying to get out the door. I don't really eat breakfast. It depends, but... Yeah, I would. I think brunch in my head is like eleven thirty. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's not too late for me. The one o'clock. She was like one at the earliest, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, She's like, yeah. People eat brunch till like four p.m. And I'm like, that's yeah. dinner. Yeah, like like that is early dinner. Yeah, weird. Are you an early eater? Dinner? What time do you eat dinner? It really depends. Okay. I forget to eat. I'm one of those people, so I try to eat. Like at six thirty, but that never happens. So it's like yeah. seven thirty eight. I've been saving this one. I have a few that are my favorite, mm-hmm. but this one made me laugh so hard I cried. Um, you two were the popular girls in high school. Maybe even a cheerleader. <laughs> That's so bad, guys. <laughs> Oh, 
I will go first, I guess. So, um, <laughs> I, the best way I can describe my high school experience is I was known, but I wasn't popular. I have a hard time seeing what other people thought of me because I was known as the swimmer. I was known for being myself, but from, so I went to a different high school from ninth to 11th grade and it was very nerdy. So the popular kids there were nerds. Like if you got a 36 on your ACT, popular. That was not me. So (laughs) I was known at that school, like for the photographer and for the big swimmer. And we only had like 66 people in our class. How many of them got a 36 on their ACT? Maybe like two. Okay. I was about to say. Yeah. And so and it was so weird. I'm like, oh, like, you have to be smart to be popular. But I didn't really care because I didn't talk in school. And I was like, great. People know me. Whatever. You used to be super shy. Yeah. So I was super shy. And so there I was. I don't think I was considered popular. I mean, I, again, 66 people. People knew everyone. But then when I transferred schools my senior year, I went to that big high school. And I was also known because I had gone to elementary and middle school with those kids. But I was grouped into the popular kids. I was like, oh, like I was kind of naive about all of that. I was like, great. If you accept me, I'll be there. If you don't, I won't kind of thing. I get that. So that's kind of I wouldn't I wasn't a cheerleader. We both were not cheerleaders. Let's just nobody would have mistaken me for cool. Like, I feel like you could have been mistaken. Yes. Not that you weren't cool, but like, I feel like you could have people would have put you in the popular and nobody would have been like, yeah, no. I yeah. was not popular. I was like in the popular group for prom and all this stuff. And the my date, cute kid, Jackson, he told his mom, he was like, yeah, I just wanted to go with Caroline because she's laid back and just like different than like I didn't cause drama. Like I didn't I wasn't involved in like the popular drama. But I think that's why the popular kids liked me because I was just there yeah. and like a. I, w- I wasn't popular. That's all I can say. I don't know what else to tell people. You have like a whole description. Yeah. I don't know. But I grew up with the girls that were popular like my whole life. Mm -hmm. And so our families were best friends. They're still best friends. Like to this day, I go home for the holidays. And my friend Amy that I mentioned earlier is the only reason like I get invited to go Mm. (laughs) do stuff. Like all of them still get together. And I don't think it comes from a place of like, don't invite her. Right. They literally just don't think about me. Right. Which is not hateful. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not, it, it's not like mean. No one was mean to me. Mm-hmm. Um, they just, I wasn't a thought. And yeah. I'm still not. And that's okay. <laughs> I did my own thing. But yeah, um, but we got a lot of those. Like, were you popular in high school? Yeah. Or they thought we were very popular. And I still don't think I'm popular. Yeah. I still think I'm pretty lame. <laughs> but I like that about myself. Yeah. I think being popular and like cool girls awesome right like I do I know those girls they're wonderful they're so I think about the popular girls in college because they come up a lot now because they're doing incredible things Mm -hmm. and people like do you know so and so and I'm like yeah they're amazing they're like did you hang out in college I'm like (laughs) (laughs) no they were really nice to me (laughs) really really nice but I was insecure and hated myself right so you know yeah yeah I was just known more than popular yeah I feel like being known, that's cool. You were known. Yeah, like people knew who I was. Wow. Wow. She's it. And people that are listening to this in high school are like, no, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> or like, like, who are you? DMs from <laughs> counts that are like, 
actual bulldogs. And like, <laughs> Caroline sucked in high school. Everybody hated her. She no, was the we worst. were. You were cool. Um, okay, you. What did you have? You two have mastered how to be unapologetically yourselves. I think we're trying. Yeah. I don't think you can master it. I don't think you can master it either, but I think people definitely perceive us like that. I agree. I think it's a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Because I think you go through times where you're really secure and so great with just being you and don't care what anybody says. And then the right, um, like the perfect storm of things can mm-hmm. happen. And then you're down at the bottom and having to down. work your way yeah. back up. Yeah, I agree. But, but yeah, I would say we fit into that category. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I like this one. Because I think that this is very interesting. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. You were both financially supported with most bills post high school and Joe even after college. Oh, like from our parents? Uh-huh. That is interesting. We got a lot of like money ones, like you come from money, your parents threw money at you, all this stuff. That was really interesting to me because um, I uh, like had to pay for my own car insurance, my own gas. I was um, given my car at 16, but I was not supposed to have. Um mm-hmm. My mom has MS, and she could only get in and out of one kind of car. And so I had to drive her to appointments and stuff, and so that's the kind of car I got. got. Granted, I think my parents probably would have bought me something. It just wouldn't have been as nice as what I got. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, granted, the car I got was very used, and we bought it for my grandparents and things like that. But regardless, I shouldn't diminish that. That's a huge privilege. But I paid for my apartment. I you know, and once I was out of college, I was my junior year of college is whenever my parents cut me off. Totally. Yeah. Completely. Um, but whenever they paid for my school, but they didn't pay for my groceries. They didn't pay for my gas. They didn't pay for which them paying for my school. That's a huge, once again, huge privilege. Right. And I really like to acknowledge that stuff. But I also worked all through high school, all through college. Mm-hmm. And when I got out of my junior year of college, I was on my own. Um, and whenever I got completely out of college, I was super duper on my own, Mm -hmm. like no help with anything. Yeah. My parents tried to like kind of slowly rather than do like one big cut off. Yeah. They like slowly gave everything to me as my responsibility. Right. But I definitely didn't get help after college and all my camera equipment. I got my first camera ever from my Mm -hmm. parents, um, for Christmas. It was like, it was expensive. It was like four or $500. But after that, I bought all of that my laptop I bought for myself my first Mm -hmm. laptop everything yeah that's kind of similar to me I paid for my own gas I had a car they my mom bought me my car and then they paid for my phone bill and then I paid for gas my clothes all that stuff during high school I've always had to pay for my own clothes yeah since high school yes same yeah and like people are like what but my parents would sometimes like yeah like shopping and buy a couple things for me but for the most part yeah that was my response. But yeah, I had to pay my own gas, and that was also like, what? Like, you know, your parents don't pay for your gas. But yeah, I worked in high, like I was rolling in high school because I had to pay rent or anything. So I had a lot of money for a high school kid. Very privileged to say that. But after high school, moved to Italy, and my mom, she still hasn't completely cut me off. But it's like, all right, kid, like you chose this path, so figure it out. That's like what she always told me. And she was like, if you're going to take a gap year, you're not living with me. You're not, I'm not, you're not mooching off of me, basically. So that was the rules. And so I was like, okay, I can do it and I'm doing it. So 
Yeah, when I wanted stuff, I don't know. I think my parents did a really good job with all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I really, that was a huge privilege of mine is I think the reason that I'm good with money and that I am able to be so financially independent in my 20s is because my parents taught me how to manage my money. Mm -hmm. And that's huge. And it's, and I don't know, I want people to know that I'm appreciative of that. And I don't think that I am privilegeless, but I also, I worked hard. Right. Really hard. Um, And I think that's the thing is like, when people tell you you're privileged or tell you that, you know, you have things others didn't, they're not telling you you didn't work hard. Mm-hmm. They're just telling you that there were things that you didn't have to yeah, work Yeah, you had for a little bit did. advantage. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, I, uh, I definitely had a lot of privilege. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's entirely inaccurate. No, they didn't pay for everything and... I know a lot of people are like, oh, I, I get on TikTok a lot where people are like, oh, mom and dad helped you buy your house. They helped you. Mm. And I'm like, oh, n- no. You're like, no, that's absolutely sailed. not. Um, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. That was all Matt and I. Right. We work our butts off. and But we had a huge head start. And so mm-hmm. I don't think that you should expect that this is where you should be, even if you work really hard. I don't know. It's it's such a touchy thing. Mm-hmm. It is. Um. Oh, I like this one. You both suck at makeup. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we do. Wow. We so bad. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> we talk about it all the time. Wow. Yeah, we, it's not that we suck, like we're wearing like crazy things on our face. Like we have w- the necessities of makeup, I feel like, you yeah. know, the, I don't even know. The blushes. But, yes, exactly. The lip but gloss. we, I need someone to help me. We're so bad. We talk about it all the mm-hmm. time because Caroline and I will spend 20 minutes mm-hmm. putting makeup on and get done and look no different. Right. Like, I'm like, great. I just 20 minutes out the door and I could have just looked like this normally. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. It's really accurate. weird. Like, makeup doesn't, and I think we're doing it wrong, but makeup doesn't apply to our face like we see other people. I swear it's my face. And I, th- and same, like, I'm like, I have a I'm, lot of makeup on, I feel like, and it doesn't seem like that. I know it's my lack of talent, mm-hmm. but I like to think it's just my face. <laughs> <laughs> um, Someone said, Caroline can't keep a plant alive. Ouch. A plant alive? A plant, yeah. Oh, plant. I thought you oh. said plant, and I was like, I don't know what that means. Can you clarify? A plant. You have plants? I've Mm, two plants. I killed succulents. I can't do that. I kill succulents. But too. yeah, I can. I can keep a. She plant has a fiddle alive. that's yeah. alive. Her name's Glenda, and then I have a African mask plant who doesn't have a name, and he's thriving. Yeah, so I can actually. <laughs> actually <laughs> Joe obviously can. I can. This makes me sad, mm. and I want you to let the people know how you feel about this. It doesn't matter either way, but. I got this a lot. Yeah. Like I got 10 or 12 that said this. Caroline feels like she's in Joe's shadow no matter what she does. And then they said, P.S. I love Caroline. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I love Caroline. Um, yeah, I don't think that. I, I don't, don't think that at all. No. But if you feel that way, I would want you to tell me. No, I really don't think that. That's funny, people. I could definitely see how you could think that through the internet, like watching us. But... If you meet us in person, it's very even playing field, very open discussions. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Well, and it's like so different that I don't really even cast a shadow in Caroline's direction. Right. Like, if that makes sense. Yes. 
and explain on that because that's good. So like our goals and our it's kind of like we were talking with the first assumption with like the bruh girl versus mm-hmm. the mm girl. Yeah. Um, we're very different and our goals and our aspirations are very different. So I don't think it matters like how successful I am at something or how well I've done at something. Mm-hmm. My shadow's not going in a direction that even like as right. I grow... Caroline's my son. Yeah. She's helping me cast the shadow. <laughs> right. And even if Joe had like an umbrella over me with all the shade, yeah. it wouldn't matter. Like I... No, because Caroline's the son. <laughs> that's my best way to describe yeah, it. Yeah. It's like we... That's a good way. Like we're just so different and... And I'm Caroline Sunshine. Right. That's like how friendship should be. You hype mm-hmm. each other up and help each other grow your shadows. Right. <laughs> so there's no... Or we're like both at noon... So there's no or shadow. I well, I just mean in the way of like, I'm not trying to put anybody in shade. Right. It's just like. Exactly. You know. Yeah, that's really interesting. I don't but, feel that way, but no. I wanted to give you space. No. To, people are probably like, Joe's pressuring her to say that. Right. I'm like, no, they're not actually. Because I say what I mean. Like, I talk the truth. I speak the truth. Okay, Caroline has a bunch of assumptions just about her, so she's going to... Yeah. I have a few about me. Most of ours were about us, but I can read a couple about me. Um, someone said, you seek adventure and the unfamiliar. You love meeting new people. Yes, that is very true. I agree. Someone said, I feel like you have a resting bitch face. <laughs> do you? I don't, I don't think feel like I you do. do. I feel like you have a nicer face than how you feel. Mm-hmm, I agree. You tend to, like, people can latch on to you and, like, over... Yes. ...open up to you because you're nicer than you... Feel inside. Not that you should... Like, for me, I'm really nice and I really want to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Caroline doesn't really want to hear what you say, want, like, yeah. what you have to say, but she'll... Not that she doesn't. That's really harsh. But, like... She'll pretend and, like, yes, encourage you. and, like, I will definitely listen and talk to you and be nice the whole time. But, yeah, I was talking to my boyfriend about this. He's like, yeah, you don't have a resting bitch face, but it's definitely certain topics really get me going. Mm-hmm. And certain topics really I don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of my introvert self. I'm like, I don't really feel like talking to you. And that's mean to say, but. And that's not about that person because there are times that, well, unless she doesn't like me, but she has a podcast with me and works with me every day. So. <laughs> um, there are times that you will not talk to me. Yeah. Like she will just shut down and be like, yes. I don't want to talk to you right now. I'm like, now. I'm over it. And I'm like, oh. So resting bitch inside more than face, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Somebody told, made the assumption to me that I'm always happy and positive. Yeah, that's pretty true. Not always, but. Yeah, not 100% of the time, but. More than the average Joe, let me tell you. Yeah. And I think whenever I'm really frustrated about something or being negative, me being negative, I think is kind of funny Mm -hmm. because I'll be like, yeah, I hate that person. And I'll be like, well, I don't hate them. Yeah. They're actually really wonderful. And here are five things that are great about yes. them, but I hate them. Yeah, she will do that. <laughs> and like backpedal and like, I'm like, okay, do we have a problem? Do we not? <laughs> like, what's happening? I try to really like, I don't know. At the end of the day, you're really only in control of yourself. Mm-hmm. So I try to really, even whenever I'm feeling a way, I feel like I can be honest with you. And so I will say, hey, this is really bothering me about this person. But then I feel like I'm 
talking like shit behind somebody's back mm-hmm. and so I like backpedal even though it's you right because then I'm like okay no you don't feel that way like what about yourself right now is projecting yes. that onto them yes. and anyway that's but yeah I would funny. say you're pretty much always positive that's true I'm trying someone said our closet is overflowing because we like to buy a new outfit for every occasion you don't have very many clothes None. Got, I mean, I'm very grateful for the clothes I have. They're very cute, but I do not have. If you walked in my closet, you'd be like, "Where are your clothes?" She just has. And so her closet. She lives in a studio apartment, and her closet is just one bar. Mm-hmm. And it's not even full. It's not full, which is fine. I'm not right. Not a, I have a lot of clothes, but I don't feel like I buy for every. I rewear my like I wear yes. my clothes. Yeah, I think we're both very very good at that. I have a lot of clothes, but I wear my clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's so interesting. Like, we're sitting in my closet, and Caroline, if you look around, do you see many things that you don't see me wear? I no, don't. No, you pretty much wear everything. Which is crazy, because I mm-hmm. have a lot of clothing, but... Yeah, I don't own a lot of clothes. And I don't know a lot of people like that. My mom's like that, so I think I definitely have fed off that. I used to be like that, mm-hmm. and I think it's swimming. I think it's swimming and how I was raised. Because um, I was raised that way, too. And the reason I have more clothes now is because after college, I worked at a boutique. Right. And then after I stopped working at the boutique, I started doing content. Mm-hmm. And so brands gifted me a lot of things. And I donate a lot of stuff. And I get rid of a lot of stuff, too. And so I think that started kind of a habit for me. Mm-hmm. I also am addicted to sh- supporting small business. Yeah, you are. Not, like, healthy. I have an addiction (laughs) to, like, spending money at small businesses. And buying their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. And I think I've changed my style a lot in the past, like, five years. And now that I think about it, I wore a uniform from 8th to 11th grade. Oh, I didn't even think about that. So that's a huge part of it. So I was in a uniform or I was in a swimsuit. I feel like you've been getting more new stuff lately. Yeah. Not like a ton, yes, but more. Well, yeah, because I don't have anything. Like, I right. honestly don't. And when I lived in Italy, I bought a lot of clothes, but I gained like 40 pounds. You did not gain I that did, much weight. I did, like That's, 30 pounds. <laughs> it was not that. She it was. like 15 pounds. No, it was a lot, You're guys. You're 5'3". It was a lot of pounds for me, for my body. And so I can't literally, I had to throw all that away because I lost the weight when I came back. I don't, I can't fit into those clothes. Yeah. So I'm starting fresh. Yeah, starting fresh. Starting fresh is good. Mm-hmm. I like this one. You don't have any close friends other than each other. No shade. I also like a small circle. <laughs> so that. many of you, when you said something that you guys perceived as negative, you'd be like, no shade, no shade. Love yeah, you guys. You're like, I, like, I like oh, brunch okay. too. You can yeah. say things. You have a pretty small circle. Yeah, I have a very small circle. And yeah. My circle's aggressive. Yeah. I think friendships and all of that is so interesting and how, like, to me, Joe's friendships stress me out because it's, there's so many. I'm like, oh, God, I can't keep up. Like, and I'm not even, they're not even my friends. And I don't feel like I, this is going to sound batshit crazy. I don't feel like I have that many friends. Like, I don't think it's that crazy. Mm. But then if I, like, sat down and made a list of people that I talk to on the phone at right. least once a week. Right. It's, like, 45 people. Right. It's, it's aggressive. Insane. Yeah. I know. I had 21 people on my bachelorette trip. Yeah, that's a lot. I don't know. 
the thing for me is they're all from different life phases and I feel really close to all of them. Mm-hmm. But then I have you that I see every day and JC, who's my maid of honor, who I talk mm-hmm. to on the phone every day. And my sisters, I have two sisters. Mm-hmm. But I think also for you, you're an introvert and like talking right. to people and that's really draining for you. Very. Whereas- Unless we like completely click from hello, how are you? Click. It's draining. Yeah. And not in a bad way. It's just how I operate. Right. And so, yeah, it's harder for me to, I think, make friends. And that was one of them. Like, they said, like, you can make friends so easy. And I think I can. Like, I think. I think you get along with people easily. Yes. I don't. You're such a lockbox. I'm the lockbox. Yeah. So it's hard for them to, like, friend. They think they're friends with me. I'm like, great. Like, they can think that I like them. We're friends. Cool. But, like, I don't. I see friends as, like, I will be with you forever. Like. That's how my brain yeah. handles it. And you're, you like struggle with commitment. So to be like, I'll yes. be with you forever is hard for yes. you to get there. Yes, so it's very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. I uh, I have an aggressive amount of friends, I mm-hmm. guess is what I would say. I just love people though. And mm-hmm. I love my people and I will be there. I show right. up. I like, I don't know. Because I think a lot of people who spread themselves too thin between too many friends, like... That can be hard, but I think mm-hmm. I have a good system yeah. going right now. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. Someone said, Joe looks different than I expected based on her voice. Caroline, not so much. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder what they thought I would look like. I don't know. I have listened to some podcasts that I feel that way, that I look the girls up, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. What? <laughs> yes. And so it's interesting how we think we can like build how somebody looks based on their voice. Okay, if you listen to this, but you don't know what we look like, try and get into contact with us and let us know what you think we look Mm -hmm. like. DM us on Middle Ground Podcast. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. You're the mom friend that's always prepared. You never leave things unfinished. Somebody said that about me. Yeah. It depends how much, it depends on what it is, I think. Yeah. But yes. I don't, I think I leave lots of things unfinished Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I don't think of myself too much as the mom friend, but I'm not like in college, I was the mom friend because I didn't drink Mm -hmm. really. And so not that I never had a drink, but for the most part, I didn't drink. I was the DD, you know? And so I was the mom friend in like college. I've never been the mom friend because I don't like taking care. (laughs) I don't like commitment of like taking care of my friends and for me I don't have that setting like for me it's not an option I'm like they need help well you know? yeah and I realized yes. like, if they needed help like truly yes I would but you always know someone like me will step yes in, there's so a just... mom and for me yeah. I was always like I'm like no one yes no one okay I guess it's me yeah like I've always had a mom friend so I'm like great I, I don't have to out. do that duty. I like don't wait long enough I guess I'm like I'll do it mm-hmm. this was interesting to me I assume you have everything sorted out in life. A lot of people said that about us, mm-hmm. that we both just, like, have it all figured out. Yeah, we do. Did you not know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Carol? No. I act like I do, and I've always acted like I do, and I will, to the day I die, act like I do, but I do not. Yeah, ditto. I don't, I won't, I don't act like I, I think that's the thing that's weird about that comment to me, is I don't feel like I act like I have it all together. Mm-mm. I feel like I'm very honest, and I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
we're, we're taking it day right. by day. People are like, oh, so you're not like doing wedding photography anymore. You're going to move into something else. What are you going to do? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, are you worried about that? I'm like, no, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. But I, just, I think that stems from we have a lot of confidence in ourselves. Yeah. I mean, I know it'll be okay. Yes. It'll be okay. Yeah. It's really interesting. But I definitely don't have it all together. So don't think that I do. Yeah. Neither do I. But I will act like I do. <laughs> do you have any other ones that you like really wanted to hit? Um, someone said they assumed I was an extrovert because my photos of me look outgoing, which I thought was interesting. That is interesting. Because they have just seen my Instagram and yeah. they think I'm extroverted. I'm not. I can see that because I can all see. of your... Well, and you like your character. You have a character online. Mm-hmm. That's how I think about yes. it. And you're like, just a girl who likes to have a good time and all right. this stuff. And I'm like, you like to have a good time. It's not that yes. you don't. But you're like shy and reserved yes. and at first. And so how you describe yourself online isn't, I think, how people would... They wouldn't receive that in their first interaction. Yeah, and someone said that. Someone said, you're a boss-ass bitch. You just give off that baddie attitude on Instagram, but then on the podcast, you seem gentle. And I'm like, yes. I think that's really true. And my boyfriend is like, yes, that's – because I was like, Chris, describe me. And he was like, I would say, like, boss – he basically said that I'm a bro girl – with the inside. Well, and I think that's the thing is so many people perceive me. I was talking to somebody. I don't think it was you about this the other day. I was like, Caroline wants to be this like baddie online. That's mm-hmm. what she wants. But I said, but it's not really like she's kind of like a chocolate with a gooey center. Yes. I said, whereas like me, everybody thinks I'm really nice. And, th- and I am nice. It's not that I'm not nice. Right. But I also like I don't I don't put up with stuff mm-hmm. like I'm very cut and dry yeah I'm very it is how it is yes and I'm gonna be really nice and I'm very supportive and I'm positive and I am all those things but I think I have more of that like screw you attitude right but people don't it's so it's interesting it's very in- yeah because it's like flip-flopped in a way I, I don't know what that's why though like why I my the way I come across is so happy so positive that I feel like I need to be like that Stand up in for order yourself. to balance out that harshness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas right. you're the opposite. Like, you're so gooey that you want that batty exterior to try to, and like, balance protect out my shell. Your, yeah. Your <laughs> I don't know. Because just, like, recently, like, guys, I didn't cry from, like, 12 to 18. I didn't shed a tear. And, like, that I just never did. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm a robot. And then I turn 18 and, like, sob city. I was about to say, you cry all the time. All the time. Like, definitely sob city. And so... But not... You're never like, oh, my gosh, this is so hard. You're just, like, you happy cry. Emotions, yes. Or, like, emotionally cry, like, watching a TikTok. Yes. So do I. But I'll, like, ball. And, like, just dumb... Not dumb stuff. Like, I cry about dogs and, like, we separated them from their families. That makes me <laughs> like tearing up their life. Crying right now in the closet, just talking about dogs uh, being separated from their family. Yeah, like we just were monsters. Like we just took them and like they didn't. She doesn't mean from their human families. Like dogs, their mean, mothers. Yeah, from their litter. And like, so I like pet my dog, my mom's dog, and I'm like, your mom would be so proud. And I'm like crying as I'm saying. <laughs> And my boyfriend's like, okay, like, what? I'm so confused by your whole attitude. I'm like, me too. Sorry. 
But anyways. That's really funny. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, we end every episode, if you're new around here, with a question and answer from you all. If you have a question for us that you want us to answer on the podcast, let us know. Um, DM us on at Middle Ground Podcast on Instagram or email us hello at middlegroundpodcast.co. Um, but today the question is best ways to make good girlfriends after college. Mm. And so I'm going to clarify. So Caroline didn't go to college. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that just really once you enter adulthood, like you're no longer right. with your peers immediately. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Um, I need advice on this, actually. You do? <laughs> you do. This was um, my question. Did you not know? <laughs> <laughs> I made a fake account. And I sent this sent in. This because I need you to answer it. Um, uh, so I asked this question to my followers on Instagram a year and a half ago because I was like, how all my friends have moved away from here. How do I make friends? And they were like, join clubs. Mm. And I was like, uh what clubs mm-hmm. and so I made a houseplant group on the internet <laughs> that now has like 2,000 people in it mm-hmm. and I've actually made friends through that right so n- my suggestion is not go make a houseplant club uh, my suggestion is find things that you're interested in as an individual and go and do those things so whether it's for me it was yoga and plants I love plants right um and uh, things like that and go to those things whenever you see events going on in your town. And I know right now is really hard mm-hmm. with COVID. It's such a unique time. So I don't know that I have advice for making friends during COVID. Yeah, like through Zoom. Yeah, help I don't you. know what that looks like. But um, getting to go to events, grand openings, um, you know, stuff like that. Or like anniversary events for local businesses. Right. I, like that's where I've met a lot of my mm-hmm. friends working out. Mm-hmm. Joining a workout class that I've met a lot of my really good friends mm-hmm. that way in adulthood. And I think you just have to like give stuff time to organically build mm-hmm. and fall into place. Because I think we're so used to coming out of college or coming out of high school, making a friend and then you spend every single day with them. And mm-hmm. so you become friends really quickly. So we have this expectation in adulthood that you know, after a month, we're going to have close friends, mm-hmm. but it takes a couple years right? because you don't spend every day with people. You're doing your own life things. So I would say patience. Yeah. And uh, get out there. Right. Because even if you go to the yoga class, at least you have one thing in common, like, oh, a yoga right. class was hard right. and you get talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to ask people about themselves and mm-hmm. get to know people. It doesn't always work. I have plenty of people that are like probably how Caroline is that did not want to talk to me <laughs> that I am now not friends with, uh-huh. even though they're probably lovely human beings. Right. And that's OK. Like, just don't get discouraged. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, do you have any suggestions, though? I feel like you're in that phase right now. So how have you made new friends? I mean, with COVID, it's been really hard, but. But you had some time before COVID. Yeah, I just feel like mm, just compliment someone and then. It's oh, that from there. was an <laughs> assumption that I didn't read that was somewhere on there. I don't know how it was worded, but they assumed that everywhere I went, I complimented people and you were the kind of person that did not. Mm-hmm. That's true. It depends. If I really want to talk to some, that's my tip for the friendship. Like, I'll be like, I love your tattoos. And I actually do because I want to talk to this person. Yeah. I'll do that. We've made 
so many friends learning about people's tattoos. Mm-hmm. Seriously, great conversation starters. Yeah, and they love talking about that. Right, because somebody like got love. something permanently put on their body. Mm-hmm. You know? That's a good tip. They want to know, like, they want to share. Well, not everybody, I'm sure, but most people we interact with want to share. Mm-hmm. And we love to listen. Right. It's cool. Right. And not like a little wave. T- like, I have a wave. If someone was like, what's your tattoo about? I'd be like... F off. Not really, but... <laughs> no, you would not. You'd be excited and answer. <laughs> no, my little wave, no. My little, like, my Hawaiian name on my rib cage. I'd love to talk about more, like... That's not a lack of Caroline or a lack of, like... No, not lack. That's not the word I'm looking for. That's not because you wouldn't like if somebody asked you that. That's because you feel like you don't have enough meaning behind, behind the wave, my wave in order yes. to share. If you have That's a, wave, a you issue. Right. If you have a wave tattooed to your body... Great. I love you because I have one too. Well, maybe somebody else has a really like deep meaning and they want people to ask them about it. Yeah. We made a new friend yesterday at coffee. Her name was Kat. Mm -hmm. I don't know much about Kat. No. She owns, what's the dog's name? Leo. Leo. Um, And had a cute little dog running around. And like, you know, we talked to Leo. We asked Mm -hmm. about Leo. We asked Kat's name. I don't know. Like, it's not that we're now best friends with her or anything. Right. But everywhere we go, we ask people about their lives. Yes. I don't know. Be friendly. Right. Just be friendly. Be nice. Be yourself. Yeah. And don't be stressed. If friendships don't come immediately, don't be stressed. Like, I go back to that marathon example that I've given in multiple episodes now. Mm-hmm. Like, there will people be people running your speed eventually. So do your thing. Learn to love yourself how mm-hmm. you want other people to love you. And along the way, the right people will show up. Mm-hmm. Um, and try your best to embrace the loneliness and realize that you only get a limited amount. This sounds so crazy, and I'm I'm sure it could be taken as toxic in a way. So if this feels toxic to you, don't do it. But <laughs> for me, when I was going through seasons of loneliness, I would think, oh, well, later in my life, I'm going to have a family and I'm going to have friends around me all the time. And there will be moments that I wish to go back to this time and experience mm-hmm. just a day of solitude. So I'm going to pretend that I'm in that time. Right. And I'm just going to enjoy this solitude. Yeah. Um, that's what really helps yeah, me. Yeah, I like that Help me get through that season. Mm-hmm. But sure. anyway. On that note, I'm Caroline. And I'm Joe. And you can find me, Caroline, at Caroline Stelty. And you can find me, Joe, at Joe Johnson Overby on Instagram and TikTok. And you can find the podcast on Instagram at Middle Ground Ground Podcast. And uh, we had fun with you guys today. We love the assumptions. We hope that you guys are having a wonderful day. And uh, talk to you soon. Love you guys. Bye.